two of a one-way street podcast. I'm here with my homies, my friends. Y'all introduce yourselves, man. You go first. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's your man Tyler back again. You know, we about to get into some good topics and hope everyone is doing good. Ready for a good show. Just a good brother, Marcus. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a little congested today. It's allergies been trying to pummel me, but you know, we're brother. We're good. You got that shit, man. I mean, you got that shit, man. We coming with something today. Oh, most definitely. So I'm your host, Lenny Wonwen. We here with Paradox Visions, my man Kaz. And we about to get into it. You know what I mean? You know we coming with the big takes, the hot takes, uh, new looks on manhood, new looks on how humans should work together uh, for better relationships, for more love, uh, more compassion. More, more real relations, you know. Uh, yes, sir. We are, we are natural beings, and I feel like we like to escape that uh, due to society, due to what we see, due to celebrities pushing different agendas. Um, but we here to bring us back together, uh, so we do understand that we're supposed to coexist, and. This harsh relationship between men and women, it just, it can't be so harsh, you know? We gotta, we gotta combine families again, you know? We gotta make America free again. No, almost definitely. There's a lot of tension between men and women right now. Especially black, I would say black women and black men. That's a, it's a big, it's a big issue right now. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot. I've seen a lot of people commenting on it yep. and expressing that. One narrative I've seen, though, is that black men have disowned black women mm. and aren't willing to stick up for them anymore. So black women almost have this idea, or I wouldn't even say idea, this mindset where it's, you know, we don't care about black men that much. I've even seen women commenting like, we should be shooting black men. I'm, and, I'm, and when I seen that, I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like, how far have we come? Y'all been wow. saying that? Y'all, y'all black women been saying that? Um, no. <laughs> Uh, I feel like uh, that relationship, I don't want to speak on it as if it is true, like it is a broken relationship because I do see a lot of it on social media mm-hmm. and I try not to believe everything I see on social media, but I do know from uh, black women I came in contact with that there is some type of uh, conflict, but I do understand from knowing our history in America that uh, the government played a role in that, you know what of I mean? Course. The, the higher powers played a role in that, you know, oh, just removing black men from the homes in the 60s. So I do understand that the idea of a black man is up in the air. It's left to media, it's left to hip hop, it's left to Jay-Z to decide, you know what I mean? It's left, it's left to the most popular black man to decide um, in a social media aspect and not what they actually see because um the tone like the the bar is set real high you know you know some black women's eyes uh because they just see the money part of it like what what makes a black man he gotta provide you have to you gotta be but knowing what we know is that all black men in this room we know that it took a little bit more you know it took a little bit more than money to become high value you know, it took a little bit more than uh, 
aggression to become hyper aggression. Yeah, some some black men that uh, women want, but I feel like uh, it's all from training. Generation to generation, single mother from single mother, yeah, auntie in the house, and she, you know, it's, it's like black woman, it's, it's a lot of identity crisis in the black community as a whole. We don't know right from wrong, and sometimes the majority looks at the wrong thing. And the, the right people, the people who are looking at the right thing, they're just not the majority. So that's not what the majority will want. It's just, it's, yeah. it's like, uh, we're kind of thrown off. But I want to come back to that, though. I want to I wanna get into a, a question. I want to ask you a question. What's up? I want, I want to try to go one by one. Okay. Who are you? Because you're a black man, but I feel like the definition is very important. So okay. Our definition of a black man. Nah, definition of you. Man. Like, who are you? What, what, what is your purpose? What is your calling? And what makes you different from another black man? You know what I mean? Like, what makes you similar? Okay. Tyler, you first. Yeah, because you know I'm always first with these type of things. Yes, sir. So who am I? Yeah. Well, first I would say I'm a black man. That's first and foremost. Mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a black man in America. Um, I would say I'm a man that stands very close to his morals and his values. Those being, you know, fairness, respectfulness, and I would honestly say being in a position where caring for others and seeing what you can do for others is like a number one priority for me. Mm -hmm. Like when I wake up every day, I even I'm in a place right now where I'm not necessarily doing what I think I might want to be doing, but I have a decent idea of what it is I want to do. Mm -hmm. And that's helping people. And I know there are a lot of different lanes to do that, but I myself, when I wake up in the morning, that's like, that's kind of one of the only things I could think about is like, how can I help? Who can I help? Mm -hmm. I don't have much desires for anything else outside of that. Mm -hmm. So even when I think about myself, I'm just like, damn, I just see myself as a helper and every, every aspect of it as far as whether whether it be like physical you know you scrape yourself i'm helping you you know bandage yourself up or i'm talking to you helping you get through something i notice when i meet a lot of people they're very quick to open up to me mm -hmm. and i and i've noticed that as i've gone on through life like no matter who i talk to it's never too many words before you know they feel comfortable enough to open up to me so i see that as a bit of a strength for myself if i can get someone to open up to help me understand mm -hmm. where they are that's that that's the begin that's the that's the start of solving problems that's understanding important. someone else so yes, sir. yeah i mean that's what that's who i am i would honestly say i'm a helper that's yes. It. I don't even know how else to really put it, but that's it right there. So let me ask you a question, Tyler. Yeah. Do you think uh, a black woman, uh, not all, but you know, uh, a high majority since you know we come from fatherless homes a lot of the time, or a home where a father is not the best? Mm -hmm. um, so in a situation where we run into something like that, do you think? 
it would be foreign to a woman, a, a black woman, and, and to be specific, do you think it would be foreign for her to run into an individual like you, a helper, a black man that wants to provide, because what she's used to, it, it's, it's, it's not that. You know what I mean? Do you think if she would have grew up to see a helper in the home, a provider, a person who actually is caring, do you think she'll be more accustomed to go to that than see something like you that could be better than what she actually grew up with for 20 years? I get where you're going. And the answer is no. I don't think a black woman out there is going to find many men like myself just from even being out in the world and just seeing where most people's minds are, it's not with helping the next person. It's more of a me. True. What can I get out of the day? True. What do I want out of the day? So when I think about a black woman going out into the world, her finding someone like me, I don't think the, 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 the odds of that is going to be high, unfortunately. Do you think she's looking for someone like me? And do I think she's looking for somebody like me? Probably not. I mean, I'm sure there are women out there who may be, but as far as if we're speaking in the majority, mm -hmm. unfortunately not. I mean, we could say that honestly. Yes, sir. Because I feel like charisma looks different. You know what Almost I mean? Almost definitely. Like, you're confident, but some women want a little bit more ruggish, a little bit more, you might, you might should have been you might need a little bit more tattoos. You might need a different look. It's something to look a little bit more appealing to the eye. Well, but then even that. Well, not even that. Uh, I would say more just aggressive. Um, I feel like, like I said, a lot of women, but not always a man, sometimes a boy, but mm -hmm. could be just more aggressive because in their eyes, that is charismatic. That could be confidence. That, that, that that boy that is willing to punch any dude in the face for looking at her, it's truly insecurity, but she doesn't see that. She sees it as so so my my man, that's that's a man. Because she hasn't seen something like that. She you know what I mean? So it's like a lot of it is people are just not they don't know what they really need. They know what they see and think that they will want, mm -hmm. but they don't know what they really would need. You know? That's what I'm starting to realize. Yeah, I mean, that that goes back to, I think, what we talked about last podcast was people taking a good look at themselves mm -hmm. and understanding where they're at in life and what they're going through and who they are and how they even handle, you know, how they handle uh, problems and decisions and just dealing with people. You know, yeah. some people, you know, they'll go into a store and like, say, an extra six minutes in a line may set their whole day off. Mm -hmm. I had a woman tell me one time, like, yo, like, being in this line, my day was going good. And I had to sit there and think, I'm like, damn, like, if, like, this line fucked your day up, were you even having a good day? You feel me? So then, it's, <laughs> it, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things in life that affect people. Yes, sir. And, you know, a lot of people just don't know how to properly deal with it. So then they find these things or, you know, you run into a scenario or even a substance mm -hmm. that puts you in a place where you think you're doing better, mm -hmm. but you're really not. You're kind of just like not really facing your own issue, mm -hmm. dealing with your issue, confronting your issue, trying to fix it. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of just running from it and you're using this as a way to get away from it. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, that's where sometimes women end up finding men that aren't good for them, you know? Yeah, it is. So, you know, I, I can't handle this over here, so I need a strong man. Yeah. You feel know yeah. I me? Mean? In whatever form that comes. Exactly. He may not be mentally stable, he may not even have a but job. Take it. But he admits that type mm-hmm. of strength, that yeah. energy. So, you know. But that goes back to that nature. True. Like, you know, us being more connected to nature and mm-hmm. you'll see it even in com- even in modern day, like we may not be as connected to nature as we should be, mm-hmm. but there are connections still there. True. So you may find a man who doesn't have a job, hasn't had one in a long time, rarely has any money, spends his day, you know, bullshitting. Mm-hmm. But he's very aggressive, super confident. And you would think all those other factors should put him in a mindset where he isn't confident but he may be what six six Mm -hmm. so then that nature aspect has now taken over and it's no longer these these constructs that we've set up as people Mm -hmm. because sometimes there's nature and then there's the constructs that we've set up and sometimes we allow the constructs to control who we are and what we do and how we do it and then there's the nature side who you kind of really are how you came into this world and that's i would say more what you should be leaning on you know, and that could help you make a better way in the social constructs, in the constructs that have been set up, you know, going to work every day, dealing with a, a woman in a particular setting, you know, things like that. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of different ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you know, it really comes down to just really looking at yourself in the mirror and asking yourself that question you asked us, who are you? Exactly. And then in answering that you not only get the answer to that question, but you can start to see the problems. When you think about who you are, you start to really think about the things you do on the day-to-day, the decisions you make. A lot of times, we don't think about decisions. We just start deciding. Because if we get 100 decisions, we could just run through them all. Instead of like, all right, let me sit back. What decisions did I I make yesterday? And how did that affect me today to now get to this point where I'm making a new one? It's It's a lot, What is right for you and what is wrong for you? But what I don't want to do is get into all of this and step over Marcus. Exactly. You still gotta get Marcus to tell us who he is as a man. You ready for that, Marcus? And I'm interested. So, so tell me, who are you, Marcus? You know, it's funny because I, I used to run a, I used to run away from uh, the reality of this or you know, try to gloss it over, but I'm really a student. And you know, that goes beyond academia and where if you you know engage in higher converse, higher conversation, higher education or not, but um it's just simply about learning that anybody that you can you could bump into, you could learn from or gain something from them, uh you know whether whether if it's you know articulated right or you know it's a lesson. So um I, I just try to treat people how I want to be treated. Um I don't try I do. Uh, I don't I don't really like to step on toes. If I do, I will. You know, double back, apologize to the error of my ways, but um, I also have this obsession with mortality, and not in like a negative sense, but as far as like I've always respected history and respected people who've either made decisions that were historical, and we remember them past them being alive. So I always had a fascination with writing, with poetry, with prose, with things like that, and. My whole goal is, my purpose is, 
you know, the bag is comfortable, like having, you know, great financial stability in your life. I want to live the best life I can, but I want my life to be past my, my external, you know, my physical. Like I want my work to live on longer than me because there's some people who didn't get their flowers until after they were dead and gone. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, even though they didn't live to see it. But um, I just want, I, I feel like we could all learn something from one another. So I want to be able to be a lesson or uh, a piece of paper or a page to somebody else that, you know, might inspire the next generation or 10 generations from, from now or so. So um, I think respect and, and just learning to not be a know-it-all is what made me me. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's deep. That's deep. Um, I feel like that is very important, uh, especially as a man. Uh, what we we usually use the word ego when a man doesn't want to hear something like nah, it just doesn't. But that, once again, is not a man. To become a man, you have to understand that you are not complete. You have a skill set that you are. This is your life. Your life is to build the skill set to be able to do anything like you you go on in life meeting other men that could do something possibly better than you and then you can adapt and you can grow that skill and now you have two things that you could do you meet another man high value men very fraternal people you you congregate with other high value men because you build things you get things done now, boys, on the other hand, you got gossip, you got, you got hate, you got more envy, more, more, a little bit more jealousy. And when you feel like you know everything, you feel like you got it all, you-, you Watch your world shut Yeah, it's, it's never gonna be complete. You're never gonna feel secure with anything that you've obtained. You could have all the money in the world and still be just incomplete. Because you haven't stepped up to the plate as a man to be like, yo, I still am 300 pounds. This is, I see millionaires that are overweight. Does that make any sense? It means you don't want to live long with your money. Yeah, clearly the you money isn't everything much. because yeah. you, you don't even want to enjoy the money for longer, you know, or enjoy it better. Yeah. It's, it's like we, as a society... We have grown to accept everything. And the sad part about it is uh, everything is being accepted. Like, it's, it's like you have people on a low scale, a lower scale, where they are just overweight, you know? And even if they want to change, they won't because the food is too good. Because Wendy's got the four for four. Because it is. Because of that. It's like, <laughs> yo, we cannot control our desires even if we try. Like, right. this, this is the problem in this uh, community, this society that we're in. We don't control our desires. And it starts from men, you know? A boy doesn't become a man just from age. You have to grow into a man. You have to build those skill sets to have conversations, to be intellectual, to actually speak. You know what I mean? To communicate. If not, you're just an aggressive little boy. Like, nah, 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 <laughs> nah. 
Like, it just, you were, and it's you like, a five year old, yeah, and a 30 year old body. Like, you'll like, never ever be on a level where you feel like you're, you're parallel or you're on someone's level because you will always feel incomplete. You are insecure. All my life, we have battled with uh, desires, um, battled with the idea that I can't, like, I don't want control. Like, I, I do see a life where the grass is greener, I'm like all fit, I got abs, any girl that I want. But, yo, I like food. I like eating. So what? I'm a bigger person. That's, that's, that's more power to me. I feel more up like, like a man because I'm bigger. I'm the biggest in the room. False masculinity it was it was awful you know what i mean i carried that type of logic into my 20s so it's no way i could have just grew into a man you know what i mean like it's no way you just grow into a man no you can stay with certain logic and think that it makes sense as long as females are there to validate it money is there so you feel like on a society level you're you're excelling but in your mind do you feel like it's working? Do you feel like, yo, I'm good? No, cause man, when I tell you like, yo, Chris Brown popped up on the screen and I'm with a girl, I'm looking at her like, yo, she better not say something about this nigga. <laughs> she say something about this nigga, I'ma light it up. Uh, she got to. She got to. You wanna know why? Cause she's sitting next to you, but she see that on the screen like you're insecure you might not be as confident as that dude on the screen and it doesn't even matter she doesn't even know how he thinks he doesn't know if he's confident but it's just the fact that you might show something or give off some type of energy where you don't got it mm -hmm. nah. yeah, not every man got it no, you don't got it I don't want to cut you off, but I think that goes back to that point of just like social constructs and the nature. Mm -hmm. In that moment, it's not even that she's looking at you and saying like, oh, you're not confident enough. It's that in that moment, she's leaving the social constructs that are, that is the life that you two are living in that very moment. True. You know, sitting down, a fat man being acceptance because he has a car, mm -hmm. he's got some food for the night, but he's got nature. a little bit of weed, but the nature is fucking hey, yeah. hey, this this animal over here. Yeah, you can't fight nature. Yeah, and, and that's what I had to realize. I was like, mm. so back to who I was. I was, I was bigger, and I also felt like, uh, why am I not feeling there? Like, I'm not feeling like, yo, there. Like, 100% there. All day. Like I feel now. I transformed. I transformed. I had to, I, I knew that this was my biggest thing that I always wanted to do. My whole family struggles with it mm -hmm. over, and that's another thing. When you grow up in a household, you gotta think if uh, if we're all growing up uh, with single moms or even just parents in general, if those parents aren't growing up or being confident in themselves, if you grow up with a mom looking at herself like, oh, I could I could I could lose a few pounds, you might fuck around and look at yourself like, I don't feel comfortable either. Like, no, it's it's exactly. it, 
How like it change? All energy is very contagious, you know? So whatever you do, if you don't feel good about yourself, you can't make people feel good about themselves. Oh, of course. Parents being confident is very important. It's a very necessary thing before you even have a kid. That's why if a 16-year-old girl is about to have a kid, yo. Unless she has some ace parents, unless it ain't going to work. Yo, <laughs> you have to bring this kid up with tremendous amounts of confidence. This yeah. kid has to feel like they are the world. Mm -hmm. That's going to require two parents. That's going to require two very confident parents that are capable of saying, my kid is amazing, and they feel amazing too. But that's not com that's not common. So, I I had to transform my life. I wanted more. So I started uh, the weight loss journey because I wanted more. I wanted more, more like more life. I wanted to see more things. Well, what was like the moment that it really hit you, like an epiphany? Woo! Y'all really want to get into this? We we could hold off. I don't know. Man, we're gonna get into it. Alright. So boom. Let's keep it a beam. I was like, I was chilling, right? I was chilling. And I was, uh, I was just thinking, like thinking to myself, like, yo, when, when you gonna do this, right? When you gonna do this? I got real blasted that day. I was real blasted. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Man, I got to do some research. I was researching Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi put me on to the greatness. He told me, you as a human, if you're going to transform your body, you first got to transform your mind. And my mental was clouded. I was like, I felt like I was more of a, I felt like I was mentally sick. Um, very, like, very just tense. Very, very tense, and I, I started a water fast. So as soon as I started the water fast, because I felt like I had an unhealthy relationship with food. And if you can't control your desires with food, anything. You can't control anything. anything. It would literally, you would, it would help you understand your relationships with women. It will help you understand your relationships with anything. And how you just, you always want control. Oh, of course. Because yeah. you can't control other aspects of your life. Oh, so, I like, the water fast was the most like spiritual thing I ever did. It was just the like realest, like just a real situation. Very like in touch with myself. I, I became, I became very confident in who I was and what I could bring to the table. It was like, Yo, if you look at social media all day, you could be convinced that you don't exist. You could convince yourself that you don't have impact, you know? But that's Cause, like... Because you're looking like, at hundreds of other thousands of people and with their opinions. And it's so far Never from the truth. Yeah. It's, it's so far from the truth. Like, you are the biggest thing that ever happened, if you think about it. Like... Oh, yeah. You weren't, you, like, so many things could have happened and transpired in your life, and you weren't supposed to make it. But you made it all the way to here. So to believe that you could look at your phone for 10 minutes, and then all that goes away, and you're just like, oh, 
so and so just got married off. Like it's just like <laughs> you you just forgot about you. Like you you can't you can't keep forgetting about your power. So I told myself if I could change my life, I'm I'm, I'm good. Like if I could do this one thing, oh my gosh, we'll be good. Like everything will get figured out. I just told myself I wanted a better life. Mm -hmm. I just kept telling myself I want a better life. I want to live better. I want to like. I want to be able to really get in there. Yeah. Let's be real. I want to be able to really get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to dominate. Man, not saying when you're big you can't dominate, but trust, man. If you if you out there, bro, and you over two sixty. You ain't gonna dominate your best. You're still not your best self. If you're overweight and you're in a relationship, sir, why are you not giving your girl the best you? That's a problem. Um, it does go the other way also. Ladies, I don't know if y'all ready for that. But I'm gonna get into it because I got on a tight shirt right now. So I'm gonna really tell you right now because I'm flexing on you right now. You might need to hear Ladies, Admire your beauty. Uh, your beauty is, is what makes you you, you know? You beautify. You, you set the standard for humanity. Like, ladies play such a role in setting the standard and what a man could get if he were to get on his fucking grind. If he were to make a change and make an impact, he might have the ability to possibly get this woman. Mm -hmm. He could reach this. He could reach this if he were to become a, a high-value man. But when that is very attainable, and you make yourself to be very attainable, or he's he feels like he's more in shape than you, then I could see why like. You make people feel you so much more when you feel yourself. Oh man, I'm anybody. Do you feel me right now? Cause I feel me right now. And I think we should get into what what instills that type of confidence. Cause even when I think about it with myself, my confidence, I can honestly say, stems from completion. Mm. When I complete something, a task, that's like me building the blocks of confidence. Cause then when you doing something else, you thinking back to that last thing, like, all right, I just did that. I could do this. So what I would say to anybody out there struggling with confidence, find a hobby, find something that could benefit you outside of, you know, you just doing it and complete it. Start completing things, start checking things off, whatever they might He's be. If you want to clean your sex. room today, complete right. cleaning your room. He's not talking about casual sex. And then you can move on to the next thing. And yeah, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking not talking about, about taking over all Make your bed in the morning. Bro. Yeah. I'm talking about completing actual tasks. Getting things under your belt. Because it, it applies across the board. If you in school, what, what what's being in school? Completing a certain number of tasks, getting good grades, and at a selected date, uh, time, you get a degree. You get a diploma. Because you've built up enough completion. So if you're really struggling with confidence, mm. going out there, talking to women, whatever, 
Start completing more things. Start getting things done. You're not going to get anywhere if you can't get anything done. I could tell you. And right. start small. You don't got to go out there and run five miles around your block. Man, go for a walk. Complete a walk for a day. Complete three walks in a week and see where you're at. You better run. If you're overweight, you better run. High intensity training, you need that. Um, I'd speak about weight loss and it may sound harsh, but trust me, once you do that change and you make that change, you'll feel better than you ever been or you ever felt. Um, a lot of people around you may enable you. Ladies, if you're overweight right now, that man could be keeping you overweight and not telling you because he wants you to stay there until you're not, until you're out the game, you know what I mean? Until you're not in the market anymore. Don't let him do that to you. He's a beta. Um, men, if that lady is not telling you you're overweight, it's because she needs you to keep stay around, you know what I mean? She needs you to not be your best self, and that's not love. Uh, you need to make sure that you are your best self. You are your most active self, so you can run with your kids. Why do we have overweight parents? That leads to overweight kids. They're not running together. I would love to see families running down the street together. Just bonding over meals. Yeah, like, yeah. why are we not uh, paying attention to fitness when coronavirus and things like this happens and all that's all it comes back down to? Who's healthy and who's not? If you have pre-line conditions, underlying conditions, you better stay in the house. Now you can't enjoy life because of the, the mental or physical how you put yourself in. Don't do it to yourself. Come to One Way Fitness. I'm going to get you right. Uh, Chris Brown don't got nothing on me. Uh, Y'all going to have a dance battle? I got this confidence up. Now I feel like, yeah, Chris Brown might have money, but I'm me. Oh, yeah. Hello. Do you, do you see the goat? I transferred from a goat into a lion. Am I lying? <laughs> Yo, bro. Hey, bro. You gotta love yourself. Hey, man, you gotta love yourself. That's, that's um, one of the first steps. I found that when I, was, when I was more overweight, I hated more. It's easy to hate more. And they give you that. You know what I mean? On social media, if they needed, if, if they figured most of America is very insecure, Yo, they'll give you something to hate, and you're paying a system and you don't even know it. They'll give you a 6-9, just so you can comment, yo, what a snitch. But you're fat. You're not home. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Why? And so it's like, we, they, they will make sure you don't look at yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if you were to acknowledge your power, that might, that might be a problem. It's a strength. That might be a problem if that. every man was out here being a, a real man and on his purpose and being ambitious, traveling the world and making millions. That would be a problem. It would be a problem if every woman was super confident, super secure, and didn't need to do anything for attention because she knew she attracted attention. She just knew it. That would be a problem. Now it's like... It sounds like a utopian society. Honestly, utopia is all in your mind. Like, everything is... Everything started becoming perfect once I seen it as perfect. Yeah. Everything went right once I thought it was going right. 
you can watch her thoughts. Like you can really True. sit there and think. You can mm. think yourself into being mad. So you can think amazing. yourself out of anything. You know what I mean? We manipulate our minds so much that we never give ourselves time to just just chill. It's focused though. Yeah. A lot of people it's it's too much variety. You know? True. You ain't in the access to it. Like Jesus, the amount of access you have to a, a variety of things as far as your phone, the mm -hmm. laptop, even the television, like we talked about it last week, just like too many channels. You'll never find anything to watch. Like, True. You can't you'll never be able to sit down and focus on something long enough to see if, you know, is that something I can stay with? Mm -hmm. Would I ever like this? And that's the big issue. One thing I would definitely recommend to people is lower the amount of exposure you put yourself in as far as variety is concerned. Don't be on your phone all day. Pick, say, 10 times out of the week where you're going to be on your phone, say, what, 30, 45 minutes and leave it at that. Your phone doesn't have to be something that you keep running back to. Like, mm -hmm. You probably open up somebody's phone and Instagram is like literally one either tab one or tab two. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta get off Instagram. There's nothing on Instagram for you if you're not running a business or mm -hmm. looking for someone who's doing something. Yeah. Ask yourself. Then you just browsing. Me? Like yeah. imagine like you imagine going to a clothing store and browsing the same clothing store every single day. That's what you're doing on Instagram every day, browsing, waking up to browse. What's like, new? Yeah. Yep. So check your diet. Uh, just always watch what you consume. Um, it's a lot of toxic things out there that you can consume. And that is a part of the agenda. That's how it's supposed to go. You know what I mean? The people are always focused on everyone else and everything else going on in the world. Cardi B is getting a divorce. If, you, if everybody's focused on everything else, then... You're never going to focus on yourself to get that uh, woman that you always wanted or ladies, that man that you always wanted because you're not improving yourself to get there. You think people are just going to accept you for who you are, and that is never the case. It, it just never is the case. If you were perfect, then you would have had a perfect scenario already. So it's like, it's like no one's perfect. Uh, and... Perfect is something you can get to because it's an idea. It's an idea that I'm working on myself every day and I feel complete. I feel good. I don't think I'm going to lose this chick to Chris Brown. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> I guess one thing I would say is important not to get caught up in the trend because whether we want to admit it or not, exercise, fitness, veganism, it's very trendy right now. And although it's a trend, there was a certain point in time where all of those things, all of those things were very taboo. But what I want people to understand is, as much of a trend as it is right now, understand all these things are very essential. This isn't something you should be, you know, pretending to do just so you could throw it on Instagram for a week or throw it on Facebook or something you like that. You drive to the gym every day just to take hey, a picture. We not gonna real. call. We not gonna call it a trend. We need the trend of unhealthiness to stop. We need the trend of telling people, yo. Yo, you big bone. Nah. You not. Nah. See, that's not. Nah. Nah. See, like, the trend of unhealthy. Like, the trend of unhealthiness, it, I would say, is a real actual trend. That's a the trend. trendiness of, say, like fitness, skinny jeans, 
those are just like fads people feel like they may want to get into because they've seen someone else do it. Mm-hmm. And not to say you can't learn from somebody, yeah. but if you're not taking in an entire thing, if you're not taking in an entire concept, an entire idea, yeah. and then not only understanding it, learning it, but then being able to teach it to somebody else and then giving credit to where you got it from, mm-hmm. then you're going down that new age generation idea of a trend hopping on it because you know everybody else is doing it and not even necessarily probably even doing it maybe even pretending to do it i mean i've seen situations where someone may claim that they're a vegetarian or a vegan and actually like eats like chicken true and then it's like true you this is to make For it attention. Yeah. For attention people and why wouldn't attention. you actually want to adopt this new lifestyle i don't know good people want attention yeah um, adopting a look yeah uh the the idea of fitness is to just be your best self. Uh, even a woman who doesn't eat every day, that's still that's not health. That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I mean? So it's like, or one who eats too much every day, or a man who eats too much every day, or eats too little every day. You want to find balance just to feel your best self because mental and physical go hand in hand. We have a lot of mental, they say mental illness is at an all-time high. Physical illness is at an all-time oh, yeah. high. And that directly correlates. People walking into establishments and smelling awful because they are just bigger, <laughs> that shouldn't be common practice. That shouldn't be common practice. I shouldn't have to expect a whiff when you walk by just because you're a bigger individual. Uh, we have to do better. Um, yo. I only speak about it because I was there. You know what I mean? When you that big, you can't smell bad. You, you not, you not, you dealing with way more weight than a regular person. You know, you dealing with way more cleaning than a regular person. And the idea of a man is to be well groomed. Idea of a female is to be well groomed also. So you want to make sure that you can clean efficiently. You want to make sure you can look great. You know, getting, getting rashes because you're overweight is uh, never fun. Uh, not being able to do certain things because you're overweight is never fun. Being insecure because you're overweight is never fun. So just decide one day to just make that change. Make that day today. Today's uh, message is stepping up to the plate. To just be your best self. Uh, it's baby steps. You won't just be a new person tomorrow. I didn't get all these muscles. I didn't get all these muscles and striations and feathered abs and all this good stuff uh, from uh, overnight. You know what I mean? But it took a lot of sacrifices. Uh, lost many things. Um, I feel like a lot of things were removed from my life. Uh, in my control and out of my control, but for the better every time. Um, Definitely. A lot of uh, people came back into my life, mm. or tried. Talk about it. Hey, once you lose that weight, that's another thing that's going to come after your transformation. A lot of people are going to come back into your life. Ladies, you're going to lose that weight, your ex going to hit you up. Don't, don't even respond. Fellas, you're going to lose that weight, your ex going to hit you up. You can't even respond. You got to be better than that. You gotta let them know you ain't even accept me when I was like that. 
so why you want me now? Cause I'm of higher value now. Cause I did the work. Cause more people want me now. Cause I'm disciplined now. Leave me alone. But that's also a big thing with men too. A lot of men aren't high value and get in situations where you know they got a girl that's cheating on them, mm -hmm. and they they wonder why. It's a big question for them. And then you know they you, they get in the gym for a couple months, get a little bit more money under them. Feel, and they get a little bit more attention from women, probably even a girl that was doing them dirty. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'd necessarily say, don't hit them back. You may be in a better place now. And don't that person... Back. Don't hit them back. You don't know why. No, 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 Let me backtrack a little bit. A lot of times, a lot of men don't aren't honest with themselves. So... What women do is a lot of times a woman won't tell you directly what she means or what she's trying to say, but she'll give you hints. And a lot of times men miss hints. Or a woman out yeah. will come out and directly say something and a man won't take it won't take it for real. He won't take it as truth. I mean I've been in a scenario before where a woman told me about my flaws and I was looking at her in a way of like, how dare you? Mm -hmm. Not understanding that if I took, say, what, 60 seconds, 30, 30 seconds to even look at decisions that I've made where I sat in that car that day, those things she was saying was true. And there was room for growth. And sometimes people meet that type of criticism with resistance instead, instead yeah. of acceptance or understanding. Or, you know, explain, further explain what you mean. You feel me? So not all the time will I say... If you know you get to a place in your life where you're better than you were before and an old flame hits you back up, I think it all depends on how they hit you up. No. No. Nah, I, no, you don't know. We may have to agree to disagree again. You don't, don't, don't backtrack, you don't jump into an old pool. You know what I mean? So So then would you say there's no room for that person that was with you to grow? Could they not be a different person? Could y'all not be starting something new? Not at all. Yeah, if you left, no. Because it cause it's already it's already that that old Oh, I wasn't good enough here. So if it but there's even that with, with yourself, it as you continue your own personal journey, you still have the history of what you of who you once were. You feel but like? it's very personal. That that's very personal. But the idea of maybe, but a relationship with somebody is very personal. Uh, I mean, no, that's true. That's very true. However, we're talking about the idea of when they left. If you're leaving somebody, you're giving up that idea of there could be a future. You don't you don't leave open that oh but I could always jump back I could always hit her up later. See, but then that, I think you're looking at that in a kind of a weird light too. That's how we work. It, let's be real. If you hit up your ex right now, yeah. that's because you feel like you can still go back and get her. That's how we work. We work like that. If we feel like we can still go back and do it. We, yeah, we'll go for a break. Yeah, we'll do this. Well, break. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you if you if you left, if you left, that's disrespectful. Became became a better version of yourself, mm -hmm. and then came back to that person and was like, "Let's run this back." I don't feel like that's an issue. You're still feeling like they're gonna be available because they don't have the options. You know what I mean? Well, you're still expecting their options to remain the same, as if they're not growing as well. Well, okay. Well then. If that woman is still growing, you know once you say, all right, this is done, she's going to go find a better man than you. She can upgrade. You think, you know what I mean? You know okay. subconsciously she can't upgrade. 
she can't do better than you. So you can dip, but she's not going to dip too. She, she'll still still be around. And even if she did find another man, you can still pop back in and be like, yo, I'm better than that. And, yo, look at him. Stop fooling. So it's like, yo, we run off hierarchy. This, this hierarchy is real. Humans are not all equal. We're not all equal. This is still na nature. Society likes you to think that we're all equal, but we're not all equal. That's the same reason why uh, you can, someone can cheat, cheat on you with someone who makes less money than you. Or, you know what I mean? Because charisma, confidence, connection, energy, vibe, all that stuff matters and stuff. So it's like, once you give up on a person and you leave them, it's, it, it does depend how you left, but it also says, I'm not willing to stick with you yeah, through, definitely. through this rough issue. Like, I still want to, I can leave this connection with you and go to someone else. Like, just the fact that that's open. See, but I feel like we're not acknowledging that a lot of people are put in situations where... We're talking about overweight people, right? We're talking oh. about still, if you're overweight yeah, like, and she can cheat on you because you're overweight. Okay, well, if she's she talking to you bridge. about your weight issues and you've kind of somewhat neglected that. If she leaves you, yes. Based but off, but if she, on you. But if, mm. yeah, that's no, she should issues. leave you. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. Okay, well, if she cheats that. and then tries to come back in, yeah, don't respond. Yeah. Okay. I guess you're right. No, that, yeah. In that scenario. But if she leaves, if she leaves and comes back and you're a better person. Entertain. There's never a reason for cheating, um, especially on a man level. And men, I'm serious. If you sure. if you got a woman at home, and you still trying to like be out out here, it's like yo, you're honestly like my like my man's AMS. Like, you cock blocking kind of like you kind of you taking her you're off the street. Selfish. Yeah, you taking her off the street, and you still out here with everybody else. It's like that's not cool. That's not fair. You're supposed to be building. You're supposed to be at home building. Like, are you ten toes down in this or not? Like, it's not a halfway step. That's a very good question. It's a very good question. So let's go on to the next point. All right. Let me ask y'all a question. Y'all ready? Shoot. What controls happiness? What What mm. do you need to make you feel happy? Mm, you know what's funny? I feel like a billion dollars. I need a billion. <laughs> like, like you know, people say money, money could or cannot buy you happiness, right? I think tangibles can help short term, but everything that I love, I can't touch. It's like my my friendships with people. It's my relationships with my parents. It's it, it's just the things that make you feel good, and you don't necessarily see them in front of you. Like that makes me happy. Like having good, having like friendly or just, you know, better experiences with people that I don't even have to know, right? Like, just paying that forward, that makes me feel better. Like, if I'm stimulated, if I'm if I'm learning something, that makes me happy, but... Bro, you know we lost that. You know we lost all those intangibles. Like, if you can't see it, it's not real. God, God. what about science? We, what about we, science? We believe in plenty of things that we can't prove. We, we like... We try to get away from it in this society, though. Like, anything you can see, you can just believe. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I can see it. But the idea of God, it's just like, what if, like, some people, I had a conversation with an atheist before. It's like, can you see God? Okay. I'm like, 
It's a lot that, of things that's you can't yo, see. You, 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 might, you might have a job and get paid every week, but you believe that your check is going to come every Thursday. You don't have proof of that. Mm -hmm. You don't look for proof of that. You just hear what somebody says and you take it for, you know, as well. That's not always visible. Oh. Uh -huh. Things like that. Tyler, let me hear it from you, buddy. What controls happiness? Your happiness. You know? What What do you need to, in the end, be like, yo, I, I did it. I was happy. I'm happy now. What controls happiness? Mm -hmm. I mean, with each individual person, I mean, I can only say you. You yourself control your happiness. Whatever you've deemed to be... Hmm. Whatever, whatever you've deemed to be a happy situation for you, a happy scenario, a happy action, that's what happiness is. And putting yourself in that situation, I wouldn't say constantly, but at a consistent rate, will help you kind of keep that happiness going. And then, you know, you're, you control your happiness based on the decisions you make, really. I mean, mm -hmm. if you make good decisions that put you in good scenarios, then you'll be happy. If you make bad decisions, you know, you'll be in scenarios where you're not happy. And looking at yourself and understanding who you are as a person. From there, you can kind of get an understanding of what may actually make you happy. And I think a lot of times people don't know what makes them happy or even know what true happiness is. Mm -hmm. They only like, people, I think more people are familiar with instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So then, that gets kind of that gets tied up with happiness because you know sometimes you wake up and you may feel a little down you may need something to get you some instant gratification so that you know you're not down for the rest of the day mm -hmm. instead of looking at okay why do i feel this way yeah and then attacking it from that that angle so i i mean i could definitely sum it up to that i mean you control your own happiness and you know you have to figure out what makes you happy I mean, there are certain things I did as a child that still make me happy now, and I have to remember to do those things so that I can maintain a certain level of happiness. Mm -hmm, 100%. Because even with growing, like, I think there's that mindset of, like, when you grow up, you got to stop doing certain things, you got to do this, 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 and that, and that'll pull you away from that initial happiness. I mean, you were only ever happy. Your first times being happy were when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. So you don't have too much to reflect back to. So remembering to do some of those things you did as a child when you were growing up. Some of those pure things, because, you know, yeah. not everybody, but a good majority of people have a lot of pure things they did when they were younger that contributed to their happiness, just as far right. as going outside and kicking a ball around for an hour. You know, find the joy in those things again. That's important, because a lot of us have things in our childhood that we did that we still do to this day that wasn't so pure, you know, and we still could believe that it, was a like a part of our happiness, you know what I mean? So we could continue to do it. Mm -hmm. Like I see, I see so many people could be in their thirties still doing things that I would consider to be like high school type shit, middle school type shit. Like you know, and it wasn't so pure. Like you know, it's, it can't be for happiness because it looks different now. You know yeah. what I mean? So she did the veil. Yeah, like you know. Uh, just being for everybody and, mm -hmm. in, in your 30s and, and trying to be real mixy and not really network, but be just in everyone's business. This real middle school, high school type shit. But for them, it's, it's no, I'm having friends. It's like- It's my livelihood. No, that's not real. You, you, like, that's not real, you know? 
But so. I think a lot of that goes into just being misguided. As far as to go back to that example of like, you know, you seen a little post about Takashi Six Nine mm-hmm. snitching. You know, you may write a comment like, "Oh, he's a snitch. He's a bitch." And that kind of makes you feel a little bit better about yourself because mm-hmm. you know you're not really addressing your issues. True. So not only instant gratification, but not acknowledging your own issues mm-hmm. and finding comfort in things that take you away from dealing with things that are important in your life. That some people look at that and be like, "Oh, I'm happy." True. You're not happy. True. You're just not figuring out yourself. Exactly. You gotta kind of address your problems first before you could then be like, All right, true. "This makes me happy." Because sometimes you do certain things to cope with things that you're currently dealing with, things you currently haven't decided to run through and solve because, you know, you feel some type of uncomfortability in that scenario. That's another thing we got to get into, getting out of being uncomfortable or being comfortable, being comfortable with not dealing with the issue. You got to get to a point where you may have to sit in an uncomfortable situation to solve a problem for yourself. True. And that's okay, too. So. Yeah, I mean, happiness is a big thing, but I, I feel like finding it, finding it is is just as hard as trying to maintain it Man. for some people. I, I, found, I found happiness, like true happiness, like where the anxiety isn't as strong and you, you're not blaming yourself every day, like, uh, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the sighs happen less. True happiness happened when I found God, you know? Like when I found God, I kind of all completed me. Some people might be like, yo, you Christian? Yo, you Islam? I knew you was God body. I am God body, but I'm not I'm not a Muslim or anything like that. I'm just spiritual. I think I think religion has been kind of weaponized to divide <laughs> to divide um, many groups of people who believe the same thing. Oh, you know what I mean? And I like the commonalities. I like, I like just seeing where everybody's in common. Like everybody believes in God and higher powers. Great. Everybody believes that we're all created in these in these images of these higher powers. Great. So then that's the truth. Like uh, that that gotta be the truth. So I like the spirituality of it. And in my own journey of spirituality, I found that when you find your strongest points, like those things that you do where you're really good at them and they make you better as a person, whether it be talking to people and helping them see certain things and you see that light go off in their eyes or whether it be lifting them weights and watching your body transform into something else. Those are moments where I feel like you find God the most. So that's why when I would say I transform from a king to a God, it's because I found that within myself, the power to do greater things that I didn't see possible before. Like years prior, I didn't see it possible. I would have never thought that I could look like this. But something happened to where I found power within myself to do it. Because no one else could have did it for me. Of course. You know what I mean? If, If money was everything, then I would have just became a millionaire and things would have been good and I would have just been happy. But I feel like I'm so wealthy now Yeah. that like the money, okay, money's money, but I feel like really good though. Like it's like, you know what I mean? Like feeling like anything's possible and feeling like, yo, that money's about to come. Like that, that feeling like Everything is better. 
but then you and you're not hating no more you don't feel like you feel like you could congratulate another man without being a deeper feeling of like I can't give him this props <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like feeling all of those feelings and wanting to help other people like really to see them be better yo I feel like I found God within myself that we are all created in God's image then yeah, we're all gods. Like exactly. we're all gods right. and goddesses. You're you're you could be this higher person, but you have to be like really working on yourself. But once you do, you could be the greatest thing that has ever all you have to do. You know what I mean? But you, it all starts with you. Everything. I feel like it I feel like it comes back to that idea of just completing something, getting something done. Cause a lot of times I see I see people and even I've seen it in myself in recent years like where like I'm not doing anything, or I'm not doing anything. I wouldn't say I'm not doing anything, but I'm not putting myself in scenarios where those actions are are directly benefiting me. True. In a way that I can see it, I can feel it. Cause I feel like once you seeing you can see a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, you see something. Is it real? Is it not? When you, you so can actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you can actually feel it in yourself, yep. you know it's it's different. It's a completely different you know, you feeling feel it. because you it feels you feel limitless at that point. Exactly. I can complete anything. Finances aren't an issue because I can get from zero to a hundred because I can do the necessary things to get to a spot where I'm gonna get that. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel, oh, damn, I'm broke. Because mm -hmm. I feel like there were certain points in my life where, like, I didn't have any money. And I'm like, dang, I'm broke as fuck. Like. And then I'm going from I'm broke to I'm a bum. Mm -hmm. Now, like, I can say I'm broke and then go from I'm broke to, hey, what's the next money? Move? Like, what right. are we doing next? You feel me? Exactly. More of a positive step exactly. instead of, like, sitting in the negative. Mm -hmm. And marinating on it. Thinking about, oh, how, how did I get to this negative? Why am I? Nah, just keep it moving. I'm going to be honest. We're, we're very quick to label everything in the society. Um, where if a man is like at a low point like that, where he doesn't feel like he's stagnant, he feels like, oh, I'm not confident. I'm just not on shit. Uh, he could go to a therapist and the therapist would be like, oh, you're depressed. Give him a whole bunch of meds that could possibly make that worse. Yet... In all reality, he could have low testosterone. Oh, yeah. He could have bad friends around him who are telling him, yo, you fine, on a day-to-day -day basis for 365, and then the next 365, and then the next three. So he could be stuck in a stagnant place for many different reasons. His environment, his testosterone could be very low. He could have high body fat. He could be just real lost. But it takes time like I, I usually tell dudes who are on some real depressed stuff like i'll be like man yo if i look at him if your body not right you gotta get that right oh yeah once you get that step out of the way you'll be able to feel more confident um if a dude is not confident and he's like his, his body's fine then yo you might want to do some self-defense classes you know, just to know that you could do something. As a man, you want to know that you could do something. Yeah. Like, you want to know, I could do this. Yeah. Like, that's natural. I could do this. I could complete this. I could complete this. Once you become a high-value man, your levels of completion just raise. But you want to know that you could do something. So if it's things in your life that you want to do, and you're not doing them, then that's exactly why you're depressed. Because you have... 
you, you got these callings and these purposes, but you're not doing them. Yeah. You're too okay. you're too caught up in something else. That could take you on a high in itself, you know, without the drugs, or just completing something that you really love and cherish. True. Yeah, for real. That's true. That's and well. it's crazy because I learned most of that. I would say, like, from being in a position where I wasn't doing anything, mm -hmm. and then there was a day where you know I woke up and I and I went somewhere and I did something. And I I exercised, you know, I ran a little bit and I finished a run and I was like, okay, like you said you were gonna do that, then you did it. Mm -hmm. Check. Because yeah. I think a lot of times we stuff. say we gonna do some shit and then don't do it, and if you get caught up in that. Like you can make a list of shit to do, but if yeah. you ain't never checking that shit off, it's like that list is beating your ass because mm -hmm. it's looking at you telling you you ain't do shit, you looking at it knowing you ain't do shit, so you end up in a place where you end up doing nothing still. True. Reflecting on why you ain't do shit to begin with, so I I can't emphasize on it more than I already have. Find something if you have nothing right now, and I'm not saying go find some girl, go go no, go find something pure, something that can give you something back, and attack that head on and complete it. And even if you do it one time, understand that that one time could lead to a second time, and then from two to three, and then from three to ten. So then it, it it's all about that building consistency, staying on and completing. All right, so. I want to get into a, a, a real a real final point. I hope all y'all listening, men, if you are not on your purpose, if you're struggling with your purpose, the key is to control your desires. How do you do that? Control your eating. That might be real hard for you. All right, so now let's make it a little bit easier. We talking to the men, but honestly, women, if you're listening, you might need to do this too. Cut off that porn. No more pornography. Oh, that's the devil. We we have become a very hypersexualized nation to the point where everything flies. Anything sexual can fly. Orgasms reign supreme. Yet we don't realize that sex is a natural process where it is for life. It is everywhere else, everywhere else in nature. We, sex is for procreation. We are the only beings that manipulate this natural action okay. mm -hmm. through contraception, through abortion. So understand that this perversion that you could even engage in, it can unlock a door in your mind that is not supposed to be there in the first place. So understand that it is an abnormal practice that can alter your mental, it can alter your dopamine levels, it can alter the way that you think and the way that you feel for accomplishment, for completion, for things like that. So I challenge all men, man, stop watching it for 30 days. Don't touch yourself. Let it go. Do something else in that time. Uh, women, if you're watching it, don't do that for 30 days. And what you'll notice is your mind, you'll come back down to your, your regular senses. You'll become this less hypersexual being and you'll become more motivated to actually do things that are along your purpose. Not everything's about sex. Uh, don't let the media or your phone convince you that everything's about sex. Life is much more about 
being a better you, to one day create a better you and create a better world for you to live in and for everyone you love to live in. Uh, no fat, no fat November's coming up. I hope y'all is engaged. I hope y'all ain't, ain't ruining yourself because you're lowering your testosterone at the end of the day, fellas. Uh, testosterone is linked to a lot of different uh, health benefits to where you need to make sure you're at the proper levels uh, for brain health, uh, protection of your heart, increased energy, improved love life. Uh, you're, you could have ED just from watching too much porn, fellas. Whoa. <laughs> uh, you want proper blood flow. Don't do it to yourself. Don't destroy yourself. I think it's important to understand how this all breaks down too because you you know you mentioned it but for anybody out there that's confused about it think about it like this the only way to have a kid is to have sex so if you having sex on a regular basis without the understanding and the acceptance that you could produce a child and if that's not even your end goal while partaking in sex it's fucked up it, like there's no point because think about it, you running through your day thinking about something that gets you a product, but the product, you don't even want the product. So then what's the point of even thinking about it all day? It's you almost wasting, process. You're almost yeah, you're wasting your time. You're chasing an incomplete process. So please uh, be cautious and wary of your energy. Uh, men, when you let go of your life form, that is your life form, that is your seed. Uh, you actually have the power to bring a life into this world and that is all based on your orgasm understand that you have a lot of power that you are leaving into a sock leaving all your bed sheets it's actually disgusting yeah. really it's energy it's yeah. energy you, emphasis on yeah. energy yeah. you're energy. putting energy into nothing like you're not nothing. you're literally getting nothing back so you're literally wasting energy on a daily basis and that doesn't mean if you get into a relationship Y'all can't have sex. But I'm talking to the dudes out here who's waking up and, you know, that's the goal of the day. Can I get it here? Who I'm going to talk to? Did she hit me back? And, you know, you're not really, and you're struggling to find your purpose? Leave that alone for a second and see if that helps you. Get your mind. There are a lot of ways to find your purpose going through this journey called life. Our message is to create better fathers, uh, a better society, better mothers. Just a better relationship between the two so we can bring better kids into this world and have a better future for this world. Um, and what that's going to require is for us to get back to some type of natural being to understand who we are and understand our placement in this ecosystem to make things better. Um, so that's all we got for today. Uh, this was episode two. I had a great time, man. Hey, it's been good. We killed it today, Appreciate fellas. This is a One Way Street Podcast. I thank you all for tuning in. Please like, comment, subscribe. Follow all of us on Instagram. I'm at Lenny One Way. I'm at M-A-W-C-U-S Spoke. I'm at what? Uh, Shake Johnson on IG. <laughs> right. I see Little Lax 23 on Twitter. Yes, Anyone sir. Anyone knows, just yeah. you know, hit me up, let me know. And follow the pod on Instagram at One Way Street. And we are out. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.